0: Greetings ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs, welcome to episode 9 of Movie Breakdown, we are back for another one. Oh yeah. Um, tonight we're talking about Room, not the Tommy Wiseau Room, but Room. Um, it stars Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay and it's directed by Lenny Abrahamson, quite a last name. Oh yeah. Um, but let's go over the plot summary, this is a spoiler review, we're gonna definitely be spoiling it. Um, it's about a woman and her child who are revealed to be trapped inside a room for years. Oh yeah. And their, their captor, old Nick, is keeping them there and, um, they, they obviously want to escape. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and it's, it's a lot deeper than that, but that's just the gist of it. So let's dive on into first impressions. What do you think, Jacob? So there's quite a story for this. First time I watched this movie, I was watching with, uh, one of my roommates and then she left, went to go get my brother and then they came back after I finished the movie. Right. And I said to them, this movie was so good, they have to sit down and watch it. So they sat down and watched it, and I watched it with them. Without getting up. <laughs> so I watched it twice in a row. <laughs> it was that good. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're going to give this a bad grade. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, the first time, this, when we watched this movie, it was the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I, I think it's a lot deeper than I anticipated it. It really goes into the psyche of both main characters, um, oh, yeah. Joy and Jack. And I really like that. I like how it shows that, hey, there's a lot more to, to this than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I initially expected that this entire movie would be about them trying to get out of the room. Yeah. I thought that every time they would try to escape, they would fail. And so when they escaped halfway through the movie, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I looked at you and I was just like, what? <laughs> Is, is this a, over? I said, is this a dream? You're like, no. I was like, is he going to weasel his way out of this with the cops and get them back in captivity? And you're like, no. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> What's option three? Yeah. So, so that was a surprise. And I ended up really liking that, that route, how the, the second half of the movie is about them kind of getting acclimated back into society. Um, and that was definitely the deeper part of the film. Yeah, I had the same kind of turn where I was like, Oh, wow, he actually escaped. Like, when he, when he drops the kid in anger, I was like, yes! And, like, he's like, oh, fuck it, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm like, yes! And I'm like, okay, what's the rest? Because we're so accustomed to, to, with movies where it's like, oh, there's no way the characters yeah. get what they want halfway through the movie. <laughs> there's no way. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But then you realize that there's more to just escaping. We're used to just, like, the entire movie, like, the third act is when they finally right. escape, and then they walk off into the distance, and you're like, everything went well yeah but in this one there's there's a difference between escaping physically and escaping mentally yes and the second half is about getting breaking free of the mentality being trapped in the room um so they they do this through a very interesting plan that joy concocts um, escape what did you think of her plan? um the first plan i didn't like as much so where she's just saying oh he's sick and then putting boiling water on his head you're like He's probably not going to take him to a hospital. This is like a, a rapist and kidnapper we're talking yeah, about. It's probably not having a ton of empathy, but like, you know, you don't expect him to just take the kid out and go to a doctor. Yeah. Like, I'll get medicine and whatever. I just, like as soon as she told it to the kid, I'm like, that's not going to work. <laughs> and what was your reaction to plan two? Um, Plan two, I also was like, that's not going to work mm-hmm. because there's just so many issues with it. First of all, you're relying on the fact that he's she, she rolls him up in a carpet the kid mm-hmm. and says that he died from his sickness um first of all what's gonna stop the guy from unrolling it like i feel like if you if you if everything is on the line for you <laughs> whereas like if this kid is not dead and they're pulling a fast one on me i feel like you're absolutely gonna open the yeah. carpet and test to see if he's actually dead but he doesn't he's like oh sure he's dead and then drives him away to bury him and then the kid gets out and let's assuming that he gets out right he's in the back of a car he gets out of the carpet and then he's just kind of like in awe looking at the world like what's gonna happen from there like he's supposed to get out when he gets to a stop sign but man like there's just so many things that could go wrong with this plan like you don't know if he's actually gonna see somebody yeah yeah like that's why she was like bawling as he got out mm -hmm. like she was fake crying before uh, to sell that he was dead but now she's like oh fuck i don't know if my kid's gonna come back to me yeah and like he he gets out and everything like turns out well for them but it, all it would have taken was one little snag in their plan which was very likely when you're dealing yeah. with someone as unpredictable as old, old, um, <laughs> nick. old nick yeah i think the the success comes down to joy selling it so damn well yeah so like when he goes are you sure she's like are you sure? Like, do you really need to ask a mother whether or not her kid is, is right. She sure? Like, she did a damn good job right there. And she makes him promise not to open the the carpet. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just feel like, realistically, probably wouldn't have worked. And um, I was scared that when the kid actually got to the stranger, that the guy wouldn't believe him. Or yeah. that he'd just be like, oh, what a cute kid. Because like, yeah. that, that happens <laughs> in real life. Like, people just things Don't, go by yeah. yeah something like somebody doesn't notice something and um luckily the guy did but um i mean neighbor guy next to the next to the old nick is like lived next to him for seven years and there's been a girl in the shed the whole time yeah what a shock um so moving on to uh music and sound i know you have a lot to say about this i absolutely love it because there's a lot of moments that like probably most of the film where it's just quiet it just lets you experience what the main characters are doing in that moment and then you, you get to feel with them and you, your mind gets to race and you're like stressing out over how things are going to go out. And then you also got the the few moments where they punch up emotion, especially for Jack when he's like, he's rolling around in the truck trying to escape and they're building the music up and then he sees the sky mm. free for the first time, Yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. I um yeah I mean I, I didn't care too much for the music it, I can't remember anything mm-hmm. i I do like the use of silence because Jack is kind of he's basically been sheltered his entire life, all he knows is his mom he's the only person he really knows, yeah. and so I like how he's he's really quiet he doesn't really talk to anybody else until the end, and so throughout the movie, it kind of conveys that by being silent and um really the only dialogue is usually between. Joy and, and her son yeah, Jack. They and, usually communicate through each other, but yeah. I like that it's silent, especially when it's in room because it's it's canonically it makes sense because yeah. there's soundproofing all over the all over the ceiling in that place. Yeah, so it's like it would be quiet even if you're blasting music somewhere different. Absolutely, I think like you said, uh, something that parries well with the um, with the music and sound is cinematography. Mm-hmm. I think cinematography might be one of the best features of this movie. Um, I love how the camera is kind of like Jack's eyes and it shows what he sees. Like, like, it kind of hides the face of of old Nick. Old Nick, it shoots through the shutters from where Jack is sitting, so you don't really see everything of old Nick. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can see a bit of temptation in the way the camera a little moves or just focuses on where the candy went. Mm -hmm. And then you have Leo later on who's just trying to, like, get the kid to open up and maybe offer him some. Some cereal, but you still get the same kind of thing where he's distrustful of yeah. Leo, and he's not looking at his face directly. And that's uh, that's such a great decision the movie made because, realistically, if you were kidnapped unknowingly for your entire yeah. life, and the only man that you've ever seen is the the one who kidnapped your mom and just choking her out right in front yeah, of you, you're gonna be distrustful of, of men basically. And I think that they they did a good job. Filling us with the mm-hmm. same sense because we're like, oh, do we trust this guy? I didn't trust the guy yeah, at first. No. I was like, is he going to try to do something weird to the kid? I mean, <laughs> the movie just, man, it, it manipulates you so well with the cinematography and it, it it's beautiful. It's perfect. And this isn't a visual choice, but the first character that he really like, the first stranger he sees that talks to him that he really like immediately responds back to is his neighbor. He's like, hi, you went grocery shopping? He's like, we're making cupcakes. You're like, it's because it was a lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's... And he, he bonds. He's more comfortable. He bonds first with the grandma, I think, mm-hmm. and then it's just um, really well done um, relating that to what the character sees. Uh, so this this uh, oh another one of my favorite shots is when he's in the carpet and he's kind of like seeing glimpses of uh-huh. everything. And then at one point, like you can see through the little like gap in the stitching, and it's it's just like man, There's just like moments of blue poking through. Of sky. You feel like you're in the movie. Like yeah, they they do such a, a nice job conveying that. Um, Even the shots of him like you can see him from the outside of the carpet and he's just trying to breathe quietly and just like not (laughs) trying to hyperventilate for being claustrophobic. It's so claustrophobic. It just conveys it perfectly. Um, Moving on to acting. Again, um, same as last week, but I can't say anything negative about the acting of this film. Uh, Brie Larson does amazing. She won the Academy Award for Best Actress Mm -hmm. and I think that's so well deserved. She puts a ton of work in to, to show a lot of like strong force towards protecting her kid and then also a ton of like just negative energy that you wouldn't expect from somebody, but she's got mental problems and just plays it so yeah. well. Um, I actually think that while she did an amazing job, I think Jack was like, the, the actor who plays Jack, um, Jacob Tremblay. He might be the best child actor I've ever seen in a mm. movie. Cause child actors are notoriously bad actors and he does an incredible job. Yeah. He Absolutely feels incredible. like a frustrated five-year-old who's like having his worldview shattered. Yeah, you're like, no Santa Claus isn't isn't not real. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, it feels exactly like that. Yeah, well, like, he's snapping back at mom, and mom's getting real frustrated with him. It's just wonderful. He, it's it's amazing that so, somebody so young can do this craft better than I ever could. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, like nothing bad to say about the acting. The acting was absolutely pristine. Um, uh, I will shout out William H Macy. He's only in the movie for maybe like three or four scenes, yeah. but. His character is a little detestable. And, you know, if, if you're really looking at him for the whole scenes, he really doesn't look at Jack. He glances and then looks away. He just spends the whole time like, yeah, um, I can't look at him. It's it's interesting how he's able to convey such despicableness in like, mm-hmm. in, in, in like four scenes. Like you said, um, it shows a testament to a great what a great actor he is as well. Um, and lastly, who had a harder time adjusting, do you think? Oh, I mean, once Jack, like actually believed her it was him he was like oh my mom is telling the truth that's good and she was protecting me the whole time he had like such an easy time trying to like as long as his mom was okay he could have been fine yeah and his I, mom was not doing okay no yeah like at first i like how it's it's like, oh man, like it, it makes you think that, man, Jack's gonna really struggle when he's with this. like hiding from Leo. Yeah, the first and he's time. being anti social and then all of a sudden it like flips and Jack's fine and he's just talking to his grandpa and his mm. his grandma or not his grandpa, his, I guess his step grandpa or whatever. Yeah. And um, his grandma and he's he's doing he's coloring, he's playing with Legos, he's talking to the neighbor, he's baking. And then Joy tries to kill herself. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh wow, she is not okay. And it turns out that she Struggled more to acclimate back yeah. into society. I mean, she's got some things that kind of set her off and make yeah. her feel worse. Like her dad not showing support for her son, who mm-hmm. she loves, and like that's her child. Yeah, That sets her back into her gone days where she's like, I can't handle this. And, and then the, the interview the f- sets, sets her, f- her off. the interview for her. Yeah. So, um, we'll get more <laughs> on that later, but um, we're going to move on to Yara 9. We will be back momentarily, folks. Stay with us. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen of the interweb. We are here for Yar 9. You know the drill, Jacob? yeah if you liked it. Or 9, if you really didn't. So let's jump right into this. First category is Jack. I love Jack. I think he was probably <laughs> so my favorite character of the movie. Such great acting by, by the kid. Um, the movie's really told through his eyes. It's, he's really mm-hmm. the main character. You really get to see, like, his emotions come through, even when he's dead silent. Mm-hmm. You can see, like... When he wakes up in the hospital, you can see just a bit of hesitation as he goes to touch the cold floor of the hospital or he leans out over the window It's yeah. a great character for expressing um, things. I really like his narration where you kind of you, you kind of get his worldview like what he thinks about things. I like how he, he makes grammatical errors when he talks because yeah. he's five and he's going <laughs> to do that the persons, and he, like he doesn't know the word people but, yeah. but it's, it's nice because it, you really feel like you're listening to a five year old and a five year old say some radical stuff. <laughs> Um, moving on to his mother, Joy, another yaw. Yah. She has, I think, the, uh, she's tasked with the, the, the problem of conveying all these emotions and, um, the conflicting emotions of being happy that you're free, but really not being free mentally Mm -hmm. from the depression. And, um, she does a hell of a job. She does so good. She bounces off everybody really well. And every argument that she's in, you're like, like, oh shit. Like, oh no. Like the. I want you to be happy. mm Mm-hmm. But she just, its she can't. And Brie yeah. Larson, like, wow, what a performance. And um, the Oscar was well-deserved. Yes. Um, on to old Nick. Um, I'm going to, I mean, I don't really care, but nine. I'm going to say yaw. Uh, uh, he's he's kind of just a blank slate. Like, you're just supposed mm-hmm. to dislike him. He's hes kind of, like, nothing memorable strikes me about him. Um, what yeah, you, what I see him say? as a yaw just because, You know, they kind of cover every little thing that you could think of, like, oh, how come she didn't escape this way? Like, he was methodical enough to think of everything except for the toilet lid, which even that he fought back for. And then most of the movie is kind of through what Jack sees. And so he doesn't see a ton of, doesn't see a ton of old Nick. We don't really see a lot of old Nick raping her every night. You know, we're not supposed to see that, but we know it's happening as a viewer so yep. we, know, we know to be disgusted, and we don't have to wait around until Jack figures it out. So I liked it. Yeah, but I think that's more of like a, the way the movie's shot mm-hmm. instead of the character himself, so I, I guess I just don't think he's memorable at all. Um, moving on to the, the grandma. Um, I like the grandma. I think she's I good. She is able to do what, what the grandpa cannot do, and she, he, she accepts Jack, even though he's a child of rape. like who cares? It's not yeah. his fault. And she understands that, um, where William H Macy's character does not. And um, I really like the grandma. She's a compassionate character, and um, she really sets Joyce straight. Um, even though she might be a little in the wrong to try to presume, yeah, uh, parent, you know. But I think she she has the right sense of direction. Like she knows what needs to happen. Um, yeah. and she's, she's she's got a decent head on her shoulders. And you know, she's not always right, but hey that's what happens but damn it she she wants to be, <laughs> but yeah but definitely the better of the two grandparents like far oh, um, sure. One to the to the other grandparent um william h macy for what he had in the film i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna say yeah yeah i thought it was awesome there's moments in film where people disappoint you people don't come through saving private ryan up him does not come through he does not deliver the ammo to his friends and they die and it's beautiful filmmaking for it and I really loved William H. Mesa here just not being good enough that's true I. it's it's really cliche when everything works out and, and everybody rises to the occasion some mm-hmm. people don't and um he it, the, the scene's kind of it's rough where, where she's like yeah. look at him and he I, he's like I can't I'm, I'm out of yeah. here and that's the last time you ever see him kudos to Joy for kicking out her dad for her kid yeah proud of her um, cause I mean, he hasn't seen her dad for seven years. Yeah. Um, she lived with her son. That's all she knew. She wept for him when he came back, but bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Like if you can't accept my son, get out. Um, on to Leo, the step grandpa. Yeah. He does, he, he rises to the occasion where, um, the, where William H. Macy's character does not. He's, He's everything Jack needs him to be. He, he tries to coax Jack out of his, his, um, quiet, uh distanced ways and mm-hmm. he, he, I liked him a lot I didn't trust him at first but the movie's like no 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 he's cool he's cool and he he helps Jack break out of a shell yeah he does the non like creepy stranger thing where he doesn't go like I'll give you some candy like old Nick is doing he's like no I bet there's food around here that'd be nice mm-hmm. and like Jack's like oh food I hear it <laughs> yeah he's a shrewd guy and I, I don't think he tried to be overbearing like he he recognized that hey i'm new in this family i'm gonna kind of like sit back and there's a great moment where um when joy and and her mother are arguing and like screaming at each other over Jack being on the phone and whatnot he's just in the background eating and he's like i'm gonna stay out of it until at one point he's like okay come on and then yeah (laughs) just like such a genuine character and like definitely definitely relatable and you can see how he's—he's—you can see how that could be a person, and I, I always like movies Damn. where the characters are believable. Um, so we, we already—we kind of alluded to this, but um, the interview scene that sets Joy off—man—it um, uh-huh. really uh-huh. makes you despise reporters. It makes sometimes. me so mad, but um, I, it's really good. Yeah, it's well done. It's—it's um, it's, it's really the catalyst to her suicide attempt. Um, the interviewer basically is like. Did you even think about, you know, trying to get Jack sent just to the hospital when he was born and put up for like adoption? Like, not have him in that life? Like, yeah, do you that's... think that would have been better for him? And then she's like, wow, am I a crappy like, mother? Like, what's the answer to that that doesn't make a person feel like shit? It's like, you know, she needs him to survive. It's like, what the fuck is she going to say? And it's like, <laughs> before, like, she does the whole thing like, oh, if any of the questions aren't good, like, if yeah, you are uncomfortable, we'll just say pass. And then she just grills her with those and... <laughs> man um really they did a nice job giving her motivation to try to kill herself and it's just gut-wrenching to watch yeah. just hard to watch but um i think it was a necessary scene yeah uh, when uh, when joe goes why would i do that you can oh it just hurts to hear hurts to hear like no one can understand mm-hmm. what she went through and um and just throw out some incriminating question like that fuck off yeah um i moving on uh the whole movie was really told through Jack's eyes, and mm-hmm. it shows us through cinematography, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, I yeah. I liked the style. I don't think it would have worked as well if they if they'd done it another way. I uh, especially love like especially the comparison between old Nick and Leo. You still see like old Nick through the through the shutters, and then Leo, he's not really looking at him until he's like maybe there's food around, and then he kind of glances up, and you can see everything that. Everything that happens really is just when Jack is around. Yeah. Like, um, after Joy tries to kill herself, you don't follow Joy to the hospital or to rehab or whatnot. Mm. You stay with Jack, and, and he continues to improve, and he gets his haircut to send to his mom. His, his to strong. give him his strong. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I just, I think it was a smart choice. Um, it's, you don't really see movies too often that are told from the kid's eyes. Um, you always kind of use kids as plot devices and, like, bargaining chips, and then... It's especially helpful when mental health is such a difficult thing to come across as being, like, genuine or based in some sort of reality, so you can kind of go about it by having other characters reacting to it rather than just focusing on joy, trying to recover. Yeah, and I think for being five years old, I think Jack kind of understands what's going on in a beyond-his-years sort of way, yeah. and it's he's it's... I mean, it's incredible because the kid lived in a shed for five years. Yeah, and he thinks uh, everything's magic and everything's on the TV <laughs> or whatever. And it's, it's really just incredible. Um, moving on to music, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a nine. I, I can't I really remember much about the music itself. Yeah. The uh, few moments they needed it and used it, I really enjoyed. Especially uh, the truck scene and then the very end when they're building up music as they're walking off. Right. And uh, on to cinematography, we already kind of Ooh. talked about this at length. I'm gonna give it a yeah. I thought that it was very unorthodox, um, very lifelike filming, like putting you in the the movie itself. Um, so I I think they did a fantastic job. I, they do the thing that I've always wanted to see in a movie, and that they convey emotion just without, like not even like facial emotion. Even it's emotion through touch, through feel, through what we see. Right, right, and um, I I every, even the claustrophobia it's. You, it's really present in the in the room too because the room's tiny and all the shots are I mean kind of forced your hand because yeah. when you're when you're filming in such a small space, <laughs> everything's got to be tight and it, you just feel like you're like in this room with them and it's it's tough. Like the one scene where it's a cute scene, it's supposed to feel cute where she's like having him exercise, like go touch that wall, no that wall, not I mean that wall, like, no really that wall, and it's like he's barely moving to get yeah. to the different spots. I think like, I, oh, I said God. to you like, can you imagine having to run a mile in this room? <laughs> It'd take you all day, uh, and moving to the set. That's a good. Um, one. Yeah, I, yep. I like the room. It's so dreary looking and secondhand looking, and um, it, it kind of conveys depression. Yeah. Do you look at everything and you're like, okay, how can I live like that? You have a bathtub, a bed, a, a basically a bathroom sink, a toilet, yeah. and like, and it's all in one A boiler. Room. Yeah. And um, it's rough, but it's, yeah, it's all Jack knows. And so he doesn't think anything of it. And we're it, the whole movie is kind of like, we're seeing through Jack's eyes, but we're knowing what Joy knows. Yeah. And we're like, we know this is a crappy place to live. And we know that there's better things that we can have him experience, so we're rooting for Joy to get him out. Yeah. And, um, and then Jack finally comes around and he's like, oh yeah, there's this whole world that yeah. I've been missing. And it's like, even just the first hospital scene, when he's like, he's just trying to get off the bed and feeling the... He's like literally touching the bed and smelling it, like, wow, what is this like? And then going out to the window and looking down yeah. like, through the window. He's like, oh my god, there's cars, so I gotta run. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's definitely a great scene. My favorite scene in the movie is when they say goodbye to, to Room at the very end. Uh-huh. And it, they, they each have such different reactions to it because Jack, it's kind of like visiting an old friend for the last time. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, goodbye, Sink. Goodbye, cabinet. Goodbye, blah blah blah. First chair, First second chair. chair. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like he's saying goodbye to these old friends of his because that's all he knew when he was growing up, and he doesn't see it necessarily as this horrible place where he was yeah. detained for years. And it, then you have Joy, who's like, Jack, can we go? I'm like, can you say bye already? And then at the end, he's like, say bye to Grandma, and she just wordlessly says, mouths And Like that's enough for her. And I was like, yeah, it's go be free. A, a perfect, a perfect ending for these two characters. Um. Definitely my favorite scene in the movie. Um, just just conveying how differently they look at it. It's, it's beautiful. Um, so that was all for YAR9. We will be right back. All right, welcome back. We are going to wrap this thing up. But first, Jacob, if you were in Joy's place, how long would you have been in the room? Ah, do you know that's an easier question than if I were a woman? Because I cannot get pregnant and give myself something to really need to live for right so you know if i can't escape and you know I'll, I'll try believe me i will try then uh i'll probably spite kill him within a year yeah i mean i i think i'm thinking like i would i would just go all out on the first day I'd, I'd kind of like hide behind the door like she said i'd find the heaviest thing except i i don't know I'd, I'd make it like i'd set the room up so that it's more difficult for him to mm-hmm. like I'd, I'd have like backup weapons and I'd, I'd really really focus on at least like like, wounding this guy so badly that he can't come after me. And, yeah. like you said, even if, if the door's locked and I never get out, maybe I can yeah. torture him and <laughs> get him to reveal the combination. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, like if if I'm going down, you're going down with me, yeah. pal. Like, you know, if it's, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson size in there trying to hold you down, yeah, it's I'm not going to go super well. <laughs> but, but, I mean, this, like, old Nick, like, I feel like... He could have been overpowered with some, with he some was smart, preparation. uh about the way he did it, but yeah. He probably could have been overpowered. Yeah. So um we're very violent. I think under a year. <laughs> I think under a year. I either would have died by then or have killed him. I'm going all I'm going <laughs> or all or nothing. First day. Um, I'm gonna make it so that he doesn't wanna keep me detained. <laughs> Every time he goes in that room, he's gonna have to fight. Yeah. But um so uh, moving on to the grade, um, I know you've you already expressed your basically your love for this movie. What, what are you going to give it? Um, someone recently posed a question to me, what is my favorite movie of all time? And they were kind of pestering me about it. And I had to think for a second, and this was my favorite movie of all time. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. Wow. The first 10 out of 10 on the show, folks, given by Jacob to... <laughs> Um I'm not quite there with you, mm-hmm. but... I, I really like the movie. It's, a, it's an 8 out of 10 for me. Um, I'd watch it again. I'd recommend it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, it's really an intellectual, deep movie. It's not just about, yeah. like I thought it would be, just yeah. about escaping If you room. think this is a movie you can watch and let your mind go blank and just enjoy the Michael Bay action on screen, don't. I saw a 3 out of 10 review on, on Google, and I'm mad like pay attention let your mind think about what's going on yeah enjoy you, the movie if you just kind of coast it's you're gonna miss a lot um one of the one of the more intellectually challenging movies I've seen because you've really got to put yourself in the, the shoes of the characters and it, the movie really helps you do that um through several elements but yeah um fantastic film um love it i again highly recommend it so next week we uh, are gonna watch a movie called Unforgiven ooh Drags old western Clint Eastwood won best picture um i'm excited to talk about it yeah um and i know you are too you have how often sp- can you talk about morgan freeman in a western maybe one time <laughs> <laughs> so uh thanks for joining us um we'll see you next week if mm-hmm. you if you liked the video leave a like leave a comment subscribe if you want i don't care it's up to you it's a free country um <laughs> so yeah we'll see you next week guys thanks Thank for you guys. thanks for being with us tonight later